This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. And joining us now to take a look at what's on in the a disability sector and health sector from Living Well Disability Resource Centre, Debbie Rowe. Morena, good to have you with us, Debbie. Thanks, Jeff. Happy Friday. Beautiful weekend. Except it's Monday. From- Except it's Monday, so... Um, <laughs> with the red hue. Yeah. yeah. Um, Debbie, uh, I, I, I suppose we could be talking about what's on, but it's a little mm. bit difficult at this time, isn't it, to uh, it to make a call on that? Not all of the events that we've uh, given the listeners a bit of a, uh, an insight into over the last few weeks will have uh, made all of their decisions uh, around what this alert mm. level uh, the setting of uh, red at the traffic light system means for them. So uh, I guess for uh, in some cases it's just a, a case of, of, of wait and see and look out for announcements about some of those things. Yeah, totally. And just looking through the digest, um, you know, some of the events that we, as you said, have we've talked about before, show your ability, it's obviously the, the beer and craft, um, uh, you know, the festival coming up, or craft beer festival rather coming up, um, you know, where we've been looking for volunteers for different different things. Um, yeah, who knows? Um, we'll, we'll wait and find out, but I, I suspect some of those won't be just given the numbers, really, isn't it? Uh, you know, 100 people that are vaccinated can be in, in one space at one time. Yeah, we definitely, so just, definitely do know that the Craft Beer and Food Festival is off, unfortunately, Debbie, yeah. Yep, that's a shame. <laughs> that's a shame. Um so, so, you know, onwards and upwards, I guess the thing is, and it's interesting, you know, I spoke to my mum yesterday who's, um, um, you know, um, well, in, into her 70s, and, you know, she said, oh, you know, what is, what is this, what's, what's, what is, what is, does red mean lockdown? What does it mean? <laughs> and it, it just, it, we had a simple conversation, but it just, it, you know, how confusing it can be for people, um, you know, what does this mean? And, and looking through it, we, we will be putting out a digest possibly even tomorrow, just with, um, there are some key pieces of information that we've, we've been sent through, um, you know, that, like that, you know, readiness um, sort of checklist, uh, which is sort of, you know, helpful, you know, if your household you know, if somebody gets COVID nineteen, is your household ready? And there's quite a nice wee checklist there that that we can send those links out to. And and I guess just looking at it, um, you know, what does red mean? Um, this particular publication I've got here, you know, it's 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 pretty much to a certain degree business as usual. What we've been doing, so we're a face covering wherever you go. Obviously, mandatory on flights, public transport, taxis, going into retail and public venues. You know, as we were doing before, um, I suspect probably more people will just be wearing them full stop. You know, um, I, I know I certainly, have, you know, when I'm outside and I'm, I'm sort of, you know, doing my business and I'm not going into shops and things, I've tended not to wear one. <laughs> Me personally, this morning I got out of my car to work, walk to work, and and I, I thought, oh, I'll just stick it on. <laughs> so there might be more of that, but definitely wear a face covering wherever you go. Um, with your with my uh, my vaccine pass, so you've you've had your vaccinations, um, you've got the vaccine pass. People can visit cafes and bars. They can attend gatherings and events, and they can visit close contact, you know, businesses like hairdressers or going to the gym, that sort of thing. Some limits um, like capacity and distancing requirements will apply. So we know, you know, certainly a gathering of up to a hundred people. If you if everybody there is fully vaccinated, if they're not, it's a gathering of up to twenty five. Um, and the ability to have that metre apart uh, without 
my vaccine pass, there are more restrictions in place. Um, so you, people can't visit close contact businesses like hairdressers or gyms or attend concerts, um, events, you know, or dining cafes and restaurants. So that's a really big restriction, isn't it? Um, we know workplaces and schools are open. Public health measures will be in place and that keeping scanning the QR codes and, and the record keeping. So I think we've got quite good at that, but it's that we just have to keep keep doing it, being really vigilant and keeping the physical distancing whenever possible. And I personally think this is a really hard one for some people because we all have different sense of, you know, how close is too close. Um, you know, we all know people that, that we've met that, um, you know, the, the boundaries are different. You know, I might stand a metre away from you normally or I might stand a foot away from you normally. <laughs> you know, um, certainly in a retail setting and where we are at Living Well, we've just been talking about that, um, about people coming in and, and often when you're discussing things that are, are personal things too, that people need, you know, pieces of equipment that they might need and it's not a conversation you have out loud and, you know, it's not like buying a lounge suite if you're having to buy, a, you know, a urinal bottle, for example, um, that, you know, how you can maintain uh, the ability to show somebody and have a, a conversation um, with keeping um, while well, keeping that distance, um, and it's also hard for people that are that you know that are find having the, the face covering hard to hear and understand people, um, and people that are hard of hearing too. That's that's going to be difficult. So I think it's being vigilant and being really good and kind to yourself and to others as well, not getting frustrated by these barriers you know that are in place. It's a whole routine that we've got to really. Adopt, isn't it? Um, and obviously, that if you've got any kind of cold or flu symptoms, you should isolate immediately and call Healthline. Um, you know, so um, yeah, these are really excellent points. Really, I, I mean, most of what is in place now under red, we are very yeah. used to. Um, we've mm. we, they are messages that we've been working through for the past two years. Yeah. Now, one has the sense that um, there is. You know, and here in Aotearoa, Dunedin too, Debbie. Let's face it. Um, apart from yeah. a few, you know, unfortunate individuals, we've been very lucky, not largely not to have been touched yeah. by this pandemic. Um, you know, the, the message that we're getting now is that it is very likely, it is very mm. likely that that Omicron will make its presence known in our community, and that changes things, and it changes yeah. things uh, in a way that it is really asking us to engage all of our knowledge about the good practices that we're getting advice around and, and actually apply it yeah. and, and apply it consistently. And it and it's just taking that little bit of extra time for yourself. Obviously, yeah. you know, there's anxieties that come up around this and it's just taking a little bit of extra time to make sure, okay, am I ready to step out now to do yeah. the business I need to do? What? A, how can I do it safely for me? How can I do it safely for the people I'm going home to how can I do it safely for the people I'm going to go and visit? How can I do it safely for the people I have interactions with in my workplace? How can yeah. I do it safely for people I don't know, but I'm going to be in the same in the same place yeah. with? And just just you know, it almost just taking a moment to slow yourself down and go, okay, um, yes, it's inconvenient. Yes, it can be. Um, uh, a little bit distressing, but there are ways to work through uh, some of the issues, the, like the ones that you've described this morning, Debbie. Yeah. You know, you, your team gets together and you think and you have a chat about how you can work through all of that, and yeah. and you apply it. And if everyone does that in a way that recognises that we're all different, we're all feeling different things about this, but none of us wants to get this, and none of us wants to transmit yeah. this. And if you bear that in mind. 
put in place all those things we've learned, uh, then life isn't necessarily going to look all of that different. And and I uh, and there's obviously there's businesses that are going to feel it really, really badly. There's there's all the events that that won't be able to go ahead during this time. And unfortunately, that's the reality, and it has been the reality for the last couple of years. Yeah. And uh, we all want to get past it, and there is only one way past it, and that's for us to all just buckle down and make sure that we do it in a way that minimises the impact on the health of our people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think it's, um, I think it's okay. You know, lockdowns made us slow down because we were locked down. You know, so it's we're not going to. So one of the first things I think it's probably good to say is that red is not lockdown. You know, when we're, we're not going into a lockdown, but probably those same things that, that how that slowed us down actually allow yourself to be slowed down and go about your business. Um, which is quite hard for some people because some people are, you know, um, my nana used to say, a bull in a china shop, you know, <laughs> which she described me, which probably isn't the most pleasant thing, is it? But it's, you know, people that, that like to get things done. Um, so I think also just as a, a heads up to if people have access to the internet um, and, uh, you know, are, are looking online uh, regularly, the covid19.govt.nz website does have a huge amount of um, a really wide variety of COVID information um, in 27 languages and in four alternative formats. So that same information is available in 22 languages, which is pretty big, really, (laughs) um, I think, and four um, alternative formats, and that might be, um, you know, sign language interpretation or uh, an easy read version, that sort of thing. And key information that they've got on there is life at red, what that means, you know, getting your booster dose. Funnily enough, I got mine on Friday very spontaneously. Didn't plan it at all. Just thought, I'm going to go and do it today. <laughs> so, um, um, you know, protecting your tamariki from COVID-19, the things you're talking about, you know, before, and the variants of COVID-19, the locations of interest, travelling around New Zealand, which we're still able to do, um, the virus and its symptoms, you know, wearing your face covering, testing, and support you can get and support for individuals and families. So I think it's that, um, yeah, I think we've, we've probably covered that, but there is a huge amount of information on there that's there, and it's and it's being updated really um, frequently. So um, I guess it's that pushing people, that's the, the source of information, that covid19.govt.nz website that's specifically, uh, you know, it's all COVID stuff, that's the place to go to to get the information. They've actually got a great range of, uh, certainly for businesses, um, um, you know, places, retail spaces, whatever, there's, there's a whole bunch of different posters too that you can uh, download and, and print off, you know, whether you... Um, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, we are closed, uh, no vaccine pass required, um, you know, contactless only due to current settings, a whole bunch of stuff there too. So great resources for businesses and things as well. Um, and and I guess too, as far as our organisation goes, um, we're really happy to print things off for people if they don't have access to the internet, if they want to come in or call us and we can send it out or we can email it if people have got email or stick it in the, the or drop it off, you know, um, to get that information if in printed form, if that's what people need. Um, we're more than happy to do that. So um, you certainly can contact us at Living Well um, on uh, 0800 115 891, 0800 115 891 if you need any help accessing that information. Yeah, brilliant stuff. And and, and also uh, uh, coupled with all of that might be some advice around how do I prepare for potential yeah. self-isolation and it might happen you might be perfectly well, you might be just identified as a close contact and necessarily have to isolate. So that's the other thing that all of us need to be turning our minds to now, right, Debbie, is getting yeah. prepared for spending a bit of time at home. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And without going, I, I did do the groceries yesterday afternoon. It was a little bit more hectic than normal. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, that's, um, it's, it's, I guess, having that plan. And that's why that particular um, readiness checklist is quite good. It's just a two-pager and it does talk about, yeah, I mean, getting a few things, you know, that, that you might need or get, having access to someone that can help you get those things. Um, and that's, um, and for some people that might be quite difficult because they may not have any uh, people close by or around them that can, um, can do that for them. So, I think that's where organisations too can perhaps help step up and, and help people with that stuff. But um, that's a great wee checklist. I'm happy to print off copies for people if they want that, if they need a hard copy. Um, but yeah, is your household ready if someone gets COVID-19? And knowing, I think too, probably just in finishing off, um, is that you know we somebody in your household does get it, Obviously, it's 14 days isolation at least. Um, and then if you're living with them, you potentially, and you don't get COVID, but you're in the same household, you know, you, you are looking at potentially three and a half weeks because you've got to isolate for a further 10 days after the 14 days that um, the person that had, you know, had, is, is a case. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really looking like that is sort of a, a three and a half week to four week sort of thing. Well, that's significant, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, being well informed uh, is a good idea. Make sure you access all the information you can from the COVID19.govt.nz website and other sites yeah. that are very helpful too. And of course, organisations like Living Well Disability Resource Centre can help point you in the right direction too. Yeah. Um, kia ora, thank you so much, Debbie, for joining us here on the awesome morning show for the Digest again. We look forward to, to catching up with you next week. Lovely, thanks, Jess. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice, connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the Total Mobility Scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Living Well Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House on the corner of George and Bath Streets, 9 till 4.30 weekdays, or give us a call Call on 4716152. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.